Welcome in to the Phil's in 5 podcast. I'm your host, Bretzky. It is Friday, September 23rd, 2022. And wowee, the Phil's are back. The losing streak is snapped, and the Phil's have won two straight huge games for a struggling team. A comeback win on Wednesday to wrap the series with the Jays and a gritty 1-0 victory over the Braves Thursday to open a weekend series with the NL East foes. Jose Alvarado gets the game ball and probably earned a shot to be the closer. No new losses to count today, so let's ring the bell. And we'll recap the games. Wednesday night, the Phil struggled to handle Kevin Gausman for much of the night with the Blue Jays starter going six shutout innings, striking out eight fills, looked like they would threaten over and over again, and Gausman just locked it in. Zach Wheeler's return, however, kept the home team in the game. We got four scoreless innings in a strong showing as he made his long-anticipated return from the injured list. We know Wheeler left with some arm soreness, elbow soreness, shoulder soreness, everything. We weren't sure if he's going to get back. He did get back. Four scoreless innings. Wheeler got to 58 pitches in the four innings, passed things over to Noah Syndergaard, who is now a bullpen piece who tacked on another couple of scoreless innings. He looked a little bit shaky, but got the job done. Blue Jays broke through in the eighth in a scoreless game, three-run shot from Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and things were looking quite bleak, like the winning streak would find its way to six games. But a few moments later, JT Realmuto breathed some life back into the fills, let off the eighth with a homer. It was his 21st on the year. JT continues to just roll. Two quick outs later, though, backs against the wall, down 3-1, two outs in the eighth. Gene Segura singles, Dalton Guthrie singles, Matt Veerling singles, Kyra Schwarber knocks the fourth straight single. A pair of runs come around to score to tie the game at three. The Phil's pen somehow, some way, keeps the Jays scoreless in the ninth and again in the tenth. And then the Phillies were able to get the ghost runner over to third and get him in. Matt Veerling hit his fifth single of the day and it was a walk-off chopper to center to snap the Phillies skid. A huge hit by Matt the Bat. Thursday, the Phils were back at it. Ranger Suarez was just excellent and set the tone. His second straight really strong start against the Braves after a bumpy couple of weeks. He struck out four while allowing five hits, a couple of walks. Working that sinker, though, 11 ground ball outs is the key number here. Ranger earned the quality start and the win. Zach Eflin comes in and looked great. A smooth one and two-thirds innings pitched out of the pen. He struck out three without allowing a hit. And then Jose Alvarado came in, one pitch to get the final out of the eighth, and then on to the ninth. He's going to stick around for the save. He worked around a hit and a little bit of what looked like command issues, but got the four-out save. The win, huge win for the Phils. They cut their magic number down to 10 and earned the first playoff trip in a decade. On the offensive side of things, Matt Veerling Veerling followed up with a 5-for-5 walk-off night the night before with yet another game-winning RBI driving in J2 Realmuto for the game's only run on a sack fly in the second inning. Offense didn't do much after that, but somehow, someway, they let that 1-0 lead stick. And hey, we'll take it for two straight wins. The Phil's really, really needed to get going. They just need either 10 more wins combined with Milwaukee Brewers losses, and we will be punching our tickets to the playoffs. Can you feel it coming? Yes, we can. All right, Brandon Marsh, a quick note, remained out of the lineup the last couple of days. He's got a bruised knee from smashing into the wall on uh, Tuesday night, and uh, hopefully we'll look to get him back over the weekend. No, no, uh, real worry that it's going to be a long-term thing. So he should be back in there soon. All right, quick look around the NL East. 
The Braves dropped the game. They're now one and a half game back from the Mets, who were off after losing the finale to the Brewers. We can go back to booing the Mets for losing that game. And now we're not rooting for the Mets anymore. We will not be rooting for the Mets anymore around here. Uh, They will play in Oakland this weekend. And then looking ahead, next week is going to be the real fun series for the NL East because the Braves and the Mets are going to lock horns next weekend. Uh, and hopefully they'll still be within a game or two right down to the stretch. The Nats and the Marlins were both off Thursday. They will play each other this weekend in Miami. Uh, looking to the wildcard race, the Brewers won Thursday. Uh, but with the Phils win, they're still two and a half games behind the Phillies and three games. The Phils have three games on the Brewers in the loss column and the tiebreaker so that's pretty good footing right now as long as they can keep winning a couple games we're looking for a split from the braves let's take it to the cubs and the nats next week but we'll get to more of that later the padres remain a half game up for that second spot not even sure the phillies want that second spot but hey any more cushion will do and uh we'll keep you posted as it, it moves towards the stretch all right our key question of the day do we have a new closer? David Robinson seems like he's just running out of steam. Sir Anthony Dominguez is clearly not his old self since returning from injury. Brad Hand has the experience. But do we really want that soft-tossing lefty in there closing out games? It scares the hell out of me whenever he's in there. He's just looping that slow curve in there. I don't know if my heart can handle it in any inning, and certainly not in the ninth right now. But I think it's time to face the fact that Jose Alvarado is the best reliever in the Phillies pen right now. He could barely find the strike zone at the end of the game on Thursday, but blew a 101 high heater upstairs past Robbie Grossman, and he danced a little jig on the mound, really pumped up. I just kind of need Rob Thompson to ride this hot hand. We'll see if he does and if it works. But if Jose Alvarado continues to be the main piece in the Phillies bullpen, buckle up because it is going to be a wild ride. This man has electric stuff, but he often loses his control. But we'll have to see. He's been getting the job done for now. Has been just excellent over the past month plus. Jose Alvarado, one of the best relievers in the National League right now. All right, up next. We've got three more games with the Braves, who again are 1.5 games out of first in the NL East, well ahead of the Phillies in the wild card race. So we're not trying to catch them. We're just trying to stay afloat. On Friday, it will be Aaron Nola versus Jake Odorizzi. Odorizzi pitched well, allowed one run on five hits over four and two-thirds innings pitched against the Phillies last week. He's gone six innings just once since July, however. So the Phillies will definitely get some hacks against the bullpen, even if they're not able to get to Odorizzi. We're looking for a very strong start out of Aaron Nola. He's got to start locking down these games as we head towards the playoffs. Saturday, Bailey Falter versus Kyle Wright. Falter earned the rotation spot for the rest of the year with the way he's filled in for Zach Wheeler. And now it's time to make his case for a spot next season. A really strong season out of Kyle Wright, who's 18-5 and on the year. 3-1-8 ERA, a 1-1-6 whip. He had an awesome start to the year. He had a rough patch. But he's been pitching very well of late, aside from an eight-run hiccup at Oakland a couple weeks ago. He's been just nails in the last couple of months. Five of his last seven starts have been of the quality variety, and one other of the non-quality starts was one run, five and a third inning outing. So this is a tough matchup for the Phil's bats on Sunday. We'll get Kyle Gibson on the mound. We really need Kyle to bounce back. He's been miserable in his last couple of turns, and we'll get Old friend Charlie Morton on the mound. We know what Charlie does. Strikes out a lot of guys. But he's been struggling as well this season from time to time. So 
The Phil's got a chance here. They're not facing. Uh, they've already got rid of Freed. They're not facing Strider over the weekend. So this is about as good as it could line up if you're facing off with the Braves. And hopefully they'll be able to hold their own. If we can get one more win, split the series, even get a series win, this will be considered a positive uh, for the Phil's after the struggles they had when they went into Atlanta last week. All right. Our final thought of the day. It is fall, and fall arrived with a vengeance yesterday. It was nice and sunny in the morning, then all of a sudden, the sky got dark, and it is cold outside and windy now, but hey, it is fall, it is cold out, and we have baseball that still matters, so that is awesome. All right, everybody, enjoy the weekend. Let's go take it to the Braves. Let's go, Phils. We got a couple weeks left, and it's time to put it all together and get that playoff game. Ten more to go. Let's do it. Have a good weekend, everyone.